That's a good one. I like that. To be continued next week. <laughs> <laughs> Does Pert Lewis die at the hands of his friends? <laughs> I mean, yes, technically. Uh, that was good. That oh, was a funny man. one. That was nuts. <clears throat> okay, uh, let's uh, let's come on in. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. I'm Darius. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we watch Star Trek episodes with Holodeck content and rate and rank them. We're the only uh, podcast in the universe that does this, pretty right. sure. That's it. Confirmed. Yeah. That's us. That's what we do. Yep. Confirmed. That's why uh-huh. we're here. We should get a stamp and we should put it on our podcast art. Yeah, Could you? if you're listening to the to this podcast and there's not a stamp there, it's actually not a legitimate copy of it. Right, it's probably using right. some offshoot system, like not the draft system, but the like scrad system. And they're or probably something using like, that. like AI vo- vocal changers mm. to make it yeah. sound like our voice. And I mean, at this point, there's like 57 or 58 episodes of our voices, right. so they could very easily create a. And match. piracy is not a very victimless easy. crime. It's Contrary not. to popular do-dum, do-dum. belief, would you steal a car? A podcast. <laughs> would you steal a podcast? So this week we're doing Mortal Coil from Star Trek Voyager season four, mm-hmm. episode twelve, nice. and uh, we just want to give a heads up. Yeah, uh, this episode deals uh, a lot with life and and what it means and death and what death means and there's a lot of like suicidal like talks about suicide and suicidal thoughts and all that kind of stuff so if that's something that you feel like you can't listen to right now because of the place you're in then like we get it and like maybe come back next week but we just wanted to give that heads up yeah yeah. It's not like there's a specific time in this episode where we talk about it right. because it's going to be the it's whole kind of thing. the whole episode. It's, it's kind of the whole it's episode. like a weird yeah. death episode. So yeah, yeah. So be warned. That's you. Yeah, all good. Thank you no very problem. much for tuning in. Right. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll listen listen to us next week. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think this week, uh, me and Dylan wanted to give Jan the opportunity mm-hmm. to bring us into our our intro. Oh, you know, because we just oh, no. feel like we. Like every time we do it, Jan's eyes glaze they over. Glaze and he's over. Like, I'm kind of done. He checks with Twitter. <laughs> he's like, "What's going on in the world?" These yeah. fucking assholes well, are. That's when I get my grocery shopping done. Actually, <laughs> right. When you guys right. are doing that, and I just, you know, I go to the Ralphs down the road and I right, get right, it all right. done. And we do do pretty long intros. I get that. Generally, uh, all right, folks. Well, you know, get your uh, little uh, iPhone app that lets you trip balls out. Uh, <laughs> Where you see your dead family members and your your old pa- your your coworkers and uh, yeah all and, and and get everything that you've ever experienced and doubted and feared in your life turns out to be true. Put your hand on it and buckle up as we <laughs> try to and believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. 
The thing is, I don't have the stamina and endurance that you guys have to, to, to extend that. Keep it rolling, baby. Yeah. I can't. I don't have well, it. Well, the thing is, uh, we don't either. Uh, <laughs> so, also, should we make that app? Like, that just, like... Let's you talk to your old. You basically members. like go through maybe like a fifty question questionnaire, and then yeah. uh, at the end of the questionnaire, it just tells you everything that you're afraid of in life. Yeah, I don't think like, that would be a good idea. I don't think I'm going to be really <laughs> successful. It's like, yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not going to be. You're, res- not. you're not. So you- it's like okay, and then at the end of the <laughs> session, it's like just think about this for the next few days because it's not a one to one thing. You got to process this, right? And then come back to the app, and we'll work through it. Together. We'll work through We're it. We're talking right. about a therapist, a therapist app. Uh, yeah, uh, no, more like a Chakote. <laughs> Do you guys like more a, like a Chakote? Do you, you guys ever watch IT Crowd? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, okay, well, uh, Dylan, do you remember the episode <laughs> where uh, he's doing the I'm like? Go do my groceries while you guys yeah, talk fuck about you, this. Yon. He's doing like the what? What day are you gonna die? Thing online, and he does it for Roy. <laughs> no, I don't remember this episode. There's a character, and he's he's doing one of the online quizzes of like. When are you gonna die? And then like he does it for another character and he's just like, You don't wanna know. And he's like, What? Now you have to tell me. He's like, says you're gonna die in three days. <laughs> and then the whole episode is this one character just like getting really scared that he's gonna die, even though it's a stupid online quiz. Dumb online quiz. <laughs> I mean, that's how online quizzes work though, right? Like right. I've had so many online quizzes <laughs> back in the day when BuzzFeed was just a clickbaity tw- right. qu- quiz site before they were an actual before news they network. were actual news source legitimate news source <laughs> um when i took a quiz i was like there's some truth to that i think actually asap <laughs> says wednesday at 3 p.m and that is exactly the episode i'm i'm referencing thank you for knowing the exact <laughs> wow, day and time nice <laughs> if you haven't watched it crowd get on it you're missing out a thing I do know about IT Crowd is they tried to do the office thing with it where they tried to make an American version. So and they, bad. They word for word did the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Richard Awade was in it. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. the same character. Yeah. <laughs> really it was just so stunningly bad that they were like, what the Joel fuck Joel McHale thinking? was in it too. Yeah. And they're like, no. No. <laughs> Big whiff. Big whiff. I, lo- I love that kind of. I think it Hollywood only got a pilot. Stupidity. I think the pilot yeah. just didn't get picked up after yeah. that, yeah. and it was like, yeah, because it's bad. You did a bad yeah. job. You did a bad. You did. A, you I mean, wrote like a bad 90, song. PT. Ninety-eight percent of pilots don't move on, but this one already had the like the show is already exit like cachet. Do they sort of thing do pilots on? anymore? Is that yeah. something yeah. they do? Yeah. Because I feel like yeah, they just do a, a whole season now. I feel like they're like, all right, we're just going to shoot a whole season well, and see what happens. Network television, I think. Like, they still do pilots? Yeah, still pilots. Like all of your like rom-coms and sitcoms and stuff like that, I think are still pilots. Yeah. Whereas yeah. something like HBO. Right. Just do a whole season. They'll be like, you know what? We believe in this project. We're going to give you $100 million. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Um, <laughs> but you know, now also my understanding is when you pitch a show – you have a Bible ready and you have three episodes. You have an arc for your first three episodes. You have the first episode, maybe even the second episode written. Yeah. And then you have three seasons worth of arcs ready. Yeah. It's fuck. It's nuts. Fuck yeah. That. I can't do it's that. The, it's the TV uh, entertainment version of like, uh, you don't just want an app. You want a platform. Yeah. I hate TV. <laughs> like I yeah. like it, but I just hate it. I hate all of it. Also, people are getting cast now because of how many followers they have, and that's a like huge that. part of acting. Is yeah. y- your built-in audience? 
all that. Yeah, because yeah. then it's like hundred thousand people that the show is going to be seen by, regardless yeah. of if it's good or not. Or commercials, like if you have a lot of followers, you want to book commercials. Yeah, that's going to help because they'll be like, yeah, because you're going to post it on your profile. Yeah, and then that's just another set of free advertising that right. you get out of it. That's wild. So we love media. (laughs) Yeah, social media is bad. That makes me... A guy I went to college with is the main character in the NBA 2K story line. I've heard of... That's a thing now. Yeah. There's a storyline in a sports game. Yeah, it's like it looks pretty sick, actually, because you're like... I think it's like an open, not an open world, but like a little open world thing where you can ride a skateboard and like ride a bike to your apartment. And it's like a whole lived in kind of world experience while being can a you professional get like athlete. Into an accident and your coach is like, what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking? I would Jan? hope so. <laughs> and, and like you, you could get a injured. DUI, you could drive yeah, around, get a DUI what? and then get reprimanded. You know what? Fuck the Marvel universe. I want like a EA or 2K sports game universe Dude, where yeah. like it's you all can, one game and you just get uh, all to do the football, baseball, soccer. Like, yeah, this is the only thing that sports monopolies are good for is EA making the right. just the sports game. It'll just be called sports. EA sports. It's EA called EA sports. sports. Yeah. <laughs> And you get to choose what sport you want to play. What class are you playing? Uh, baseball. And it's like um, a it's like a five hundred dollar game or like a two hundred and fifty dollar game because you're paying <laughs> for literally all the games. Well, it would be like a like a RPG, right? You'd pick right. a class of what yeah. sport player you right. would want to play. You can go to parties. Yeah. You can get honestly DUI uh, <laughs> DUIs. What video games are devolving to, I think I've realized this, there's this new game coming out that's all about like uh, extreme off-road like biking and snowboarding and you can do all of those things. You can snowboard. It's very 90s. But like you can, it's a biking game, it's a snowboarding game, it has all those things and I think video games at some point are just going to devolve into like we have one game. You get to play this one game and in this one game you can do anything. Well, that's basically <laughs> uh, it's it's a children's game, but it's called Roblox, what? and it is a gaming platform called Roblox. And is that what that it's is? Like it's like Lego character kind of things, but they have games within this world, so you can like play a first person shooter in Roblox. You can go play like a a ship uh, battle in Roblox. You can Whoa. go uh, just like hang out with friends. You can like go play a strategy game like it's just games within this world i want like a it's lego like a, version it's like, like a programming it's like a programming sandbox that like well, yeah isn't there a, an adultish version of that called oh god GTA? i don't remember the name of it it's called <laughs> well anyways it exists Gary's and mod it's really fun it's like Gary's mod uh, that that's old, but it's more recent and it looks good yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, it makes sense as the Minecraft generation get mm-hmm. grows into adulthood. It's like eh, I want to do the same stuff I did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that's why every game for us is like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's right. all we want to do. We were <laughs> so like every, it's like I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, incredible game. Sick. It's like oh, this is okay. this is Grand Theft Auto, but in you know, J- Japan, yeah. all the Assassin's Creed games are you know GTA um, and Samurai World. I'm kind of getting tired of these giant open world games, though. I'll never not get because tired they're of it. not good, but just because like there's so much time. There's it's too much time. Suck. Yeah, it's a time suck. Like I could watch the entire 
Star Trek Voyager run in the time it will take me to 100% Ghost of Tsushima. All right, guys. Mortal Coil was written by <laughs> Brian Fuller. Uh, seamless transition there. <laughs> I said the word seamless. Star Trek Voyager. I said the word Star Trek Voyager he, he to did. remind us. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was written by Brian Fuller. It was directed by Alan Croker. And it was music was by Paul... <laughs> Balagrion? <laughs> I think it's Bayergeon because he's, he's French Canadian. He's French Canadian. Yeah. He's from Montreal. It's my town. Is this a new guy? This is a new guy. No, he was he did he was the composer for Alter Ego. I just don't think we really clocked it at the time. Mm, okay. Paul. But yeah. Paul. How many episodes of Paul. Trek Paul. did he do? How many? Uh, I think he's only done like Two dozen. He did a bunch of Enterprise and a bunch of Voyager. But you think he's like the backup, worth. backup uh, composer. Yeah. Like everyone is like he's when the else. David Bell is is closed at three in the morning, right. and you go to the Del Taco. <laughs> he's the Paul Bayergeon. Hey, Del Taco's not too bad. I gotta be honest. Del Taco kind of hey, looks pretty they're good. Both, hey, I like Del Taco. They're about the same guys. They're about the same. Uh, Taco Bell's better, but I like yeah, Del Taco. I wouldn't say they're the same. I think that's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's recap this episode. <laughs> that came out in December 17th, by the way. It came out before Christmas. Ooh, <laughs> my, this, this is their is Christmas oh, episode? This is basically, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is their Christmas episode. What 17th of December, oh 1997. Uh, Jesus very, Christ. This, that's a very Brian Fuller move. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's just drunk showrunner. at home watching this depressing <laughs> episode of Star Trek around right, for everyone, For everyone who didn't have their family or a significant other to spend the holidays with, they're just like, well, I love this episode. So, okay, I love this <laughs> one. It really speaks to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we're going to do a 30-second recap if you guys are down with that. Uh, Darius, are you, you always ask us if we're down. What if one nope. day we just said no? <laughs> If you're not down, then I think that's it. You know, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> I think we just got to leave. It's over. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready for this. I think I'll uh, be great. done in like 15 seconds. But yeah, I'm well, ready. you're going to be done in 15? <sighs> All right. I'll start whenever you're ready, Darius. Uh, the episode opens up with like a party, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Tom, Chakotay, and Neelix are go on this thing to get this stuff, and then Neelix dies. Then they bring Neelix back with nanoprobes. And then Neelix questions his faith because he didn't go to heaven, tries to commit suicide, and then like gets over it. Wow, you did it in 17 seconds. I mean, do you want to, yeah. any comments? Oh, no, bang. banging. No, no banging. No banging. No banging. Uh, Neelix uh, puts a girl to sleep a lot because her mom can't do it. <laughs> How many people do you think get in on that? Like, hey, Neelix, I heard that you like check quarters for monsters. monsters. Do you want to? It's going to sound weird, but would you just? Yeah. Tom, Tom Paris comes up to Neelix. Hey, man, uh, I heard you check for monsters. I think there's a monster in my quarters. Could you come check it? No, that would be a, a Harry Kim thing. It totally would be Harry. He's like, don't tell anybody. Don't tell okay? anyone. I'm having so much trouble sleeping. It sounds like something somebody who like had a crush on Neelix would do and be like, hey, <clears throat> I heard you uh, You check uh, quarters for monsters. Would you mind coming to my quarter to check for monsters around 8 o'clock? 
and maybe stay for dinner. And Neil looks yeah. completely over his head, like, yeah, sure, totally, yeah. no problem. Of course, would love to. I would love to do that. He I'm gets surprised there it's not and, how and the guy's put. like, oh, just just wrapping up, finishing up this Talaxian delicacy that I was very curious. The monsters about. can wait. They're not, they're, do you yeah. want some? Yeah. And then and then and then Neil is like, absolutely. That's that sounds great. <laughs> and like Neil stumbles just, his like, way into so a oblivious. Date. Yeah. <laughs> Like, do you want to, you know, oh man, I, this is going to be weird, but maybe you can help translate some Talaxian for me. It's like, what do you, he's on? the only Talaxian left in the universe. <laughs> the monsters are Talaxian? just uh, in my bedroom. Oh, they yeah. can wait, though. They can wait. Like, <laughs> I do you want to like, watch sure a we're... movie? <laughs> like, I have this great Talaxian movie. You want to watch this called... movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Flatliners. Oh, is that. <laughs> Is that is that too much? Yeah, is that, I'm sorry. Is that too much? I'm so sorry. For your what happened? Honestly, what happened I'm surprised Chakotay didn't use the. Hey, I think there's some monsters in the holodeck. Did you, did you come into the holodeck and like some of your own monsters? Your the monsters inside of you. You have to let them go. It's like Chakotay, for God's sake. Good lord, I feel man. Like Voyager Jeez. kind of hums along really nicely, and most of the time they're just headed in one direction. So I do think that the reason Chakotay is constantly like, hey, do you want to do some like unofficial therapy with me? Just let me know. I'll, I'll be like, I'm on deck seven. <laughs> well, they don't it's have like, a counselor, right? Neelix they is don't. Te- technically no. kind of supposed to be there. Right. The, the guy at the Until bar. Until Chakotay decided Morale like, yeah, I don't have enough to do with scheduling because we don't have a huge yeah. duty roster. 148 people. machine. Maybe I should, maybe I should just do machine. some counseling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question about the ayahuasca machine. Yeah. Does he just you just put your finger on it and then just have a trip? Like, is that what happens? <laughs> That's what it looks like. Like if Chicote was cleaning his room and accidentally tripped and like <laughs> put his hand on it, <laughs> and oh, then fuck. like, oh shit, that was call it. In. <laughs> uh, Captain, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I did it again. I just uh, machine. <laughs> He's like not thinking about it. He picks it up to move. He's like, oh, fuck. fuck. Nah, and then he thinks nah. about it again. He's like, I've, I've used all my sick days. I can't call in sick. I can't call in sick. I gotta, He's like, I on gotta the go. Bridge. I gotta yeah, go. Rid, rigid as a rock, looking around, like sweating. Janeway's like, there's coffee in that nebula. And he like looks at the nebula and he starts, it turns into a giant yeah. coffee bean. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Guys, you see? Nope. Nobody nope. else is here. Nah. There's not coffee. They There's all look over. Me. They all look over at Chakotay. Chakotay thinks he's having a long conversation with somebody. They look over at Chakotay. He's against the wall, just like <laughs> stiff, sweating, like. And nobody. Everyone's like, "I must touch the ayahuasca machine again." <laughs> yeah, hey, Chakotay, did you touch the ayahuasca machine? And he's like, "No, oh, I can't understand what you're saying." Insane. What did Why you say? Why are you say? speaking a different yeah. language? My universal translator is broken. I think. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> How often do you think Chakotay uses the excuse of like, uh, I was talking to my ancestors and I was like, okay, all right. He was getting high. Chakotay was getting high out of his fucking was, mind. Quote, getting to know, speaking to his ancestors. <laughs> this is also just another moment in Voyager where they like just do general yes. Native American things for Chakotay instead of like, hey, let's mm-hmm. make Chakotay an actual Native American tribe and nope. like really it do some like, research and go into this. It like, seemed like they were like, this is a cool idea. And then they got into it and they were like, we're clearly not qualified to <laughs> to like write this character at all. So they were like, let's not even broach it. Because if we broach it, 
it'll just be bad. Like, uh, it'll just be a disaster. (laughs) This is, I think, one of the good examples of when Star Trek tries to, like, put a character on a show that's, like, a, uh, a person of color and, like, whatever, but then just, like, completely fails at it. And goes like, instead of just treating them like a normal person on the crew and everything, they just go like, um, you're Native American, right? Uh, what are some Native Americans that we think of? Dreamcatchers? Yeah, you're going to carry a dreamcatcher around with you. (laughs) You're going to have a generic feather face tattoo. Uh, you're going to give people tricorder ayahuasca trips and guide them through them. Honestly, when I first started watching Voyager, I didn't know that he was supposed to be Native American because his sure. tribal tattoo, he looked more like uh, Hawaiian or something. Yeah, like or Hawaiian Maori. or Maori or something. And I was like, is he? Aesop <clears throat> a- says, did you not hear? Have you guys not heard what happened? Oh, the advisor uh, was a phony, apparently. Yeah. The advisor, totally. Thanks for bringing it up, Aesop. Yeah. It's somebody who's like, yeah, I'm totally an expert on Native American culture. And so they listened to him for a long time. And then they serious? found out. Yeah, and they found out. They, at some point, he was exposed as a fraud. And they are like, okay, let's just. Oh, my we God. Just can't. Yeah. That's insane. That is nuts. That's like pretty common that in in academia too. People being like, "Yeah, like I'm." I know, you know about this thing. And yeah, I actually, right. Know. And it was a time before like the internet was widely used, so you couldn't just like there wasn't like a huge group of like Native American knowledge, or you couldn't like reach out to somebody you knew actually knew things. So you just kind of had to rely on the fact that you this could, person uh, says they're a- read a book. You know, you could read a couple <laughs> right. books, maybe. That might help. <laughs> right. You could like reach out to the to the tribe you wanted him to be. And that, yeah, you could right? have chosen a tribe. Yeah. yeah for what you could like, start right. this I get, is the tribe. I get that they, they thought they had a, an advisor on board, but it's just like still. <laughs> I just yeah. imagine that day where you're like. Apparently he scammed other shows as well. Oh, this, this is hey, incredible. You gotta hustle. Oh my you gotta, God. You have a narrow window. You oh know? My God. Imagine that day finding out like. Maybe second season or whenever it was, just being like, "Oh yeah, guy you guys, where's a- Jared? Where's Jared? I thought where's his Jared? office is empty. There's nothing left in his office. There's a note <laughs> on the desk that says, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> haven't you heard? He's a, he's he 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 didn't know anything about it. I mean, I guess we should have saw town. that he was a he was a white guy with long hair. Like and he wore yeah. a lot of weird tribals." <laughs> He was he was very obviously not Native American at all, like in in any way. Who yeah. is that? The Bulls manager, the manager of the Bull, the like the last Phil, dance. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. It's basically Phil Jackson, who's he, Phil Jackson's like really into Native American culture, is what I found out through that last dance documentary. <laughs> documentary. Really? Yeah, and he like talks about it a lot, and like, does he not have any Native American? I think he ancestry. he might, but not a lot. He's just like really into it, and he reads a lot about it, and he's like pretty knowledgeable about it, apparently. But I'm just imagining Phil Jackson in the <laughs> in the room, just being like, uh, "I'm an expert. I've read a lot of books about this." I was just like, "Like, look, like it's Phil Jackson, man. He's multiple championships he's the- with the." <laughs> Bulls, I'm not going to say he can't be in the writer's room as an advisor. It's Phil Jackson. For this science fiction show. Yeah. <laughs> I was, he, I'm a huge he Bulls had a duck fan. to get through the door. <laughs> it's <laughs> Phil Jackson. And he had to turn his shoulders, too. His shoulders are so fucking wide, he, had, he couldn't like get in there. 
let's do uh let's do some thanks for the heads up base up on that yeah. i didn't know i had no idea about that you learn something yeah, new every day that's wild it's nuts yeah um nancy Hauer plays samantha wildman the recurring character brooke stevens plays naomi wildman she's the first actor to portray naomi uh and then she's later replaced because katarin's Age very really quickly, quickly. <laughs> very convenient for a TV show. Where it's like we want a character that just we want the kid to be born, and then also for it to be a kid, and then right. yeah, we want to do a story I, with the kid. I thought this for a second. I thought this episode was the uh, that terrifying episode where she's in the holodeck reading the kid's storybook, basically. But it's these like creepy ass like tree creatures. That she's talking to. Yeah. And it's all colorful and weird. And there's like uh, one guy who's a water droplet or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember, Do you that? remember this episode, Jan? I don't we remember that We have to watch one. this episode. It's Are insane. You, am I ayahuasca tripping? Okay. Um, <laughs> you will well, think so if you watch will. that episode. Uh, that's wonderful. Speaking of, of tree visions and stuff, Robin Stapler plays Elixia, Neelix's dead sister. What a wild trip. In, in his trip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who uh, the most interesting fact I could find about her, besides the fact that she's on this episode, is that she was married to Carlton Alfonso Ribeiro from from Fresh Prince of Bel Air for a long time. Ooh, that's fascinating. Nice little so nugget. A, a little nugget. Uh, I'm sure she has. She is a very interesting person and has a very multifaceted life. But this is the IMDb shallow <laughs> pool of trivia that I'm pulling from. I, she is not defined by her ex-husband. I'm sure. Yeah, I, she's also defined by being Neelix's dead sister. Dead sister in this horrifying trip. Honestly, I kind of always liked this episode, even though Neelix is like, it's kind of like a weird episode. Yeah, and it's not great, but I do appreciate them like. Uh, just talking, going there, and Neelix of all the all people it. being just yeah. like, there's nothing left. How many people <laughs> you die? How many people nothing? watching this episode for the first time when it aired were like, oh my a week god, before fucking Christmas. yes, they killed Neelix. I'm so fucking <laughs> sick of this character. <laughs> like right, thank like, you, you, thank know. you for doing that. And then Seven of Nine walks in and says, "Like no, no, come on, you're not gonna no." No, you know, right out magic. the gate though, like when somebody dies that early on, you're like, they're definitely coming back. There's no way, like five <laughs> minutes into the episode, Neelix gets zapped, and Tom's like, he's dead. Neelix is dead, and then the rest of the episode, they just don't talk about it at all. I want to talk about that moment where Tom's down there <laughs> scanning Neelix, and Jacoby's like, what's it look like back there? And Tom's like, oh, um, he's definitely <laughs> super dead. But like the scanner is just like, just do this and he'll be fine. He's like, oh, he's dead. He's deaf. Dead. He's not breathing. <laughs> his his neural pathways are gone. And then uh, is like, hey, dude, if he's dead, I need you up here because like we cannot keep fucking around. He's like, right. That's right, right. He's well, dead. Maybe, maybe I could bring him back though. And you see Neelix, he's like mouthing like. <gasps> <laughs> Tom's just like. Boom. What was that noise? Uh, it was nothing. Is he just? Nothing. I dropped my tricorder. Dropped my tri- I'll be. I'll be there in a sec. It's like you, you motherfucker. Tom you kills Cass Neelix. In a, yeah. Yeah. You basically imprisoned Cass for her entire run here. So fuck. And Buddy. then like when they're when they're trying to bring him back, Tom like peers around the corner in the medical bay. He's like, Hey, what are you guys doing in there? Like, oh, we're just trying to bring Neelix back to life. He's like. 
no, no, no. <laughs> you don't need they to do know. that. Like everybody knows. And they're like, hey, what are you guys doing in there? And they're like, Tom, can you go to your shift, please? Like we need you on the bridge. Yeah, I just asked, just trying to see what you're doing in I there. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> It is like a, an interesting scene where they're all like around Neelix's body so, and they're like, so what should we do with it? And I'm like, I guess <laughs> Jane, everybody's like wants to, like nobody loves Neelix, you know? And she's like, well, he is like the last of his species. So, I mean, uh, I guess we'll do, do it something. the way his species would want it. And everybody's like, that's probably the right thing to do. And then I mean, seven like, nobody would know. Stroll in. <laughs> like, oh, what are you guys talking about? How long is We're going to shoot him at the airlock. We didn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, let's just put some probes in it. Let's just probe him up. Yeah. Right. And Tom's like, I guess we should. Fuck oh, God, Christ. <laughs> also, quick question. How much will he remember? Am I just forgetting something? Like, or did they just like completely forget about the fact that seven and nine can bring people back from death. this was yeah i had a big yes. question about this early on yes. and then i thought maybe <laughs> at the end they'd be like we can never do this again it's brought such a terrible toll right. emotional right. toll yeah. on somebody and then they're like it's not nah, ethical just, yeah no we're not we're just gonna have no. that in our back well, pocket so every crew member like, should have a like a probe answer on their like, yeah, de- like you know, on their medical records like, probed back hours. to life or no yes yes and yeah, <laughs> well, like i also imagine that that like they get back to starfleet academy and or they get back to starfleet and starfleet's like oh you can bring people back cool uh seven can we like replicate your, you up? yeah can we like replicate your nanobots and she would figure out a way to and then they would just send people out with these like um, epipens of nanobots <laughs> to just like inject somebody when they get shot. Like, yeah, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's like how in the reboot movies, Into Darkness, they're like, "Oh, Trouble Blood that brings people." Or, no, wait, it, it, uh, Con Blood. That's con what it blood. is. It was Con Blood. Con Blood. <laughs> con Blood is also magic and brings people back to life. And it's just like, well, why? Why are you using that? Why wouldn't you just do that all the time? You just, know, like. Just get him off ice, just hook him up to a thing, pull his blood juice out. And just you know if they put those in an EpiPen, there'd be one guy who every single time, even if it had been for like three years that they had these, where like yeah. somebody is like, is he dead? He's dead. And then he'd turn around and he'd put the EpiPen up and be like, not for long, he's not. And everyone would yeah, be like, yeah, dude, yeah. yeah, man, just like, just yeah, we, get it. It. we get it. We get it. The longer you wait, the more <laughs> weird it's going to be for them, and they're going to have to think about it. <clears throat> I like Man. to imagine he like turns around and he like pops it off in his mouth, like, like a grenade. No, how long? How long? He's not. <laughs> and he goes. He like spits the cap out of his mouth. <laughs> dude gets re- cap dude gets revived and is like, <gasps> oh, Jared got me again. That's like the fifth time, dude. <laughs> You guys gotta stop letting him revive me. It's a terrifying sight. <laughs> so, so this is you know they went with this direction for this episode, and I really liked it. The original script though was more of a pet cemetery thing. Mm-hmm. For and the listeners the, at home, definitely not yeah. me. The listeners at home, what is pet cemetery? It's a Stephen King novel. They made uh, a movie out of it. I know, but yeah, what is yeah. it about? It buries the pets, and I'm pretty sure they come back to life, but they're like zombie pets. Oh, pretty sick. Sure. Anyways, uh, so I haven't read it, so I'm sorry if I get the, got that wrong, Stephen King fans. Zombie. Well, the, uh, the idea was that um, 
Ensign Wildman, Samantha Wildman, who is in the final episode, is the one who dies in the shuttle mission. Mm. And Seven brings her life back to life by using the technology Borg stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was going to be much darker because she was just going to get assimilated. So she's like a (laughs) zombie mom. And like this assimilated zombie mom, Wildman, also wants to kill her daughter (gasps) to do the same thing to her. And at some point, somebody finally was like, hey, Brian, (laughs) hey, Brian, no. (laughs) Nah, dude. (laughs) Sorry. Do Hannibal or something down the line. (laughs) Brian turns around in zombie makeup because he's doing the zombie makeup on (laughs) himself. So like, 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 what? Yeah. What? Yeah, they're like, hey Brian, you we can't really do this. He turns around and is like, they would look like this. <laughs> he's Why like, eyes wide. <laughs> she would look like this. <laughs> he's got a wig so, on, like yeah. the whole deal. <laughs> so after they did that, after that one got nixed, they rewrote it so it was Chakote dies and there's no afterlife. <laughs> And then he starts doubting his generic Native American ancestry thing, and then the f- which is also problematic. Because <laughs> he's saying, like, "Fuck your like, religion." Hey Brian, hey Brian, and he turns around. And he's got like the tattoo on. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "What? They would look, look like this. this. They look like hey, this." <laughs> Jared had to quit because he's a fraud. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Shit. I knew that guy was sketchy. <laughs> Fuck. So also take end- that headdress off, Brian. That's not cool. But they would He's, look like Jared this. said it was cool. Yeah, Jared said it was okay. Jared's not. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He's not a good guy. So they finally land on Neelix. They land on Neelix, but it's clear that, you know, Fuller kept right. the Wildmans and Chakotay in there yeah, as right. big parts Fuller, of the plot. On day of shooting, walks in in full Neelix garb. <laughs> He's like, he's going to look like this. He's going to look like this. (laughs) I love this idea of a writer who like comes into the writer's room every day and is like, or the showrunner is like, the character's going to look like this. They just like cosplay every (laughs) one of their characters. That would be exhausting. (laughs) Okay, Brian. Hey, Brian, can you take the thong off, please? (laughs) And also, we're not going to have a woman character in that. It's just not not what we're going to do. It would look like this. It'll look like this. <laughs> uh, I'll note also, did you guys ever watch Pushing Daisies? No, I heard no, that was a but great it's, show. I heard it's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's another Brian Fuller another show Brian Fuller, yeah. where people die and then they you bring re- them back right. to life. He likes zombies. He just loves he likes that zombies. I don't know why Brian Fuller just didn't write on Walking Dead. Like, why? how did he not get involved in Walking Dead? Well, I, yeah, that show's <laughs> a big old mess. Uh, that I think is probably the reason. Uh, also he, you know, he was in charge of discovery for like half of dis- of the first season and then got let go. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how much of the Ash Tyler Vox Vox <laughs> was him. Oh, was him. Yeah. Brian Cause Fuller. it's like, yeah. he just can't yeah. stop. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he's going to look like this. <laughs> no, he like, he like beard. walks in, he's like. He's gonna like, look like this. Like Brian, we can't understand you. You gotta <laughs> take the <laughs> teeth out. <laughs> like, jeez, we can't. It's just That's generic it. vampire teeth, though. It's not like good. It's just like the shitty plastic vampire teeth that you buy. You Some, look like oh, this. God. Have you guys seen that Nicolas Cage movie? Which one? Uh, it's one of his earliest ones, and I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's the one where he goes nuts and he thinks he's a vampire, but he's just like, <laughs> it's like American Psycho, but it's he's with a Nicolas vampire? Cage. Oh, no. Oh, it sounds incredible. It's so good, and I, I'm going to have to... Bjorn. If you're, Bjorn's on, he'll definitely just say it, because he always he always is one step ahead of me. Right. No, Bigfoot's uh, going to tell us... 
vampire, vampire. Uh, let's see. Let's see uh, if I can. It's the Vampire's Kiss is what it's the called. Vampire's the Vampire's Kiss. kiss. Guys, check great. this out. For the first 30 minutes, you're going to think, this is really bad. And then you kind of get Stockholm Syndrome. We're like, this is this incredible. This is awesome. This I is an incredible this. work of art. <laughs> uh, you and Henry need to do it on um, on your podcast. Oh, hell yes. Frames and Fools. I would love to. I'm telling you, man, that it's totally awesome. worth it. Uh, okay. <sighs> Neelix. So I love that they picked the character that everybody universally hated after they picked all the characters that people kind of right. liked. Right. Just yeah. to psych people out. <laughs> but I love at the beginning how just chipper he is and yeah. like so fucking happy. And he like walks into the like regenerating room of uh, what's your name? Of Looking seven for his nine. thermos. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you little thermos. Where are you, little buddy? And you're like, this guy is <laughs> insane. It's a like, great Neelix <laughs> impression, by the way. Yeah. I'm looking Thank for you. my thermos so I can put some proto molecules yeah. in it. And, and seven and nine is rightfully so like, what the fuck are you doing? This is where <laughs> this is where I stand asleep. Yeah. Why did you come in here talking? Would you just to walk in on Janeway? Yeah, yeah. In her recorders, and he's like, "Yep, yep, do it all the time." <laughs> so there's a thing about Seven, and I, I'm not asking this question out of a pervy way, but like, if she just regenerates in her, like, does she change? Does it's like that suit? Does she I don't just? Think so I she think just, she just because. I'm guessing the Borg don't sweat because they, well, they keep their temperature at a high that. temperature. Remember, but yeah, are they humans still? That's the thing is, I'm I'm guessing they have assimilated a race of aliens <laughs> that doesn't that sweat. doesn't sweat but can regulate their body temperature. Nanobots right. probably do it for them. Yeah, the nanobots take care of all of it. So they just eat all the bacteria off their skin. Right. Yeah, that's what the nanobots. This is are also for. the episode that we find. Is it? The, isn't it one of the episodes we find out that the the Borg don't assimilate all races? Yes, this is they the like, first time that's ever mentioned. Yeah, they basically they pick are choose. picky, choosy about it. So I guess the it's idea like, is just to be a dipshit of a race. Yeah, like if the Borg yeah. come up and they're like, "We're gonna assimilate you," you just be like, "We're really Ooh. fucking stupid. We don't have anything that you want." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I okay. love that about the the Kazon who like nobody likes. Yeah. And the the Borg are just like I I just don't want to do the side quest. Yeah. I just don't. I like they always pass it every yeah. time. They're like, should we do the Kazon? Excuse me, sir. Do you have a moment? <laughs> no, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. Won't assimilate you. <laughs> There's like one Kazon that wants to get assimilated and is like, like following the Borg around. The collective. Yeah. Like, trust me, trust me. I like you have a lot. I have a lot to offer. We got cool you guys. foam hair. Look at our heads. <laughs> Look at our hair. <laughs> and the burgers like straight up. That is a huge hassle because it gets caught in the. We're gonna have to shave the, the hair, and I don't even know how you cut that hair because it seems like your head is kind of a part like, of it. It's like, a part of it. <laughs> What about our we'll faces? Like all sorts like, of look stuff. How, look how cool our faces are. Nah. Look, man. Look, man. We're just not interested. Okay, we're just, we're just not, not interested. I could, get, I could be better. I could get better. Trust me. Like I, I mean, I'll, I'll get take better. Thousands of years. <laughs> and somebody's finally like, "All right, we just assimilate him. Just him. Okay, just, we don't do just, anyone just else. Get him just, get him, just he's get him. Just get him. Stop the talking, collective. please." And then they kick him out of the collective. Yeah, exactly. Because he's always like, so "You should annoying. assimilate the rest of my friends." I got my Todd, in the consciousness. Larry, yeah, they're like, oh. they're like oh. taking over the consciousness to be like, "You should assimilate my old friends." We Larry. should not have assimilated this, is this like, guy. This was like a this was like a a a, a pod of. Uh, uh, 
of Borg that they like cut off from the rest of the yeah. collective and like yeah. shot out into That's space. That's what they have to do. That's what they do. They, they had to like firewall everything. Yeah, yeah, they firewall them. Because <laughs> he's like, like a virus. No, a dumb nope, virus. Nope, like, cut it off. <laughs> imagine there's, there's being a, in the cube. 10 million drones on there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not Doesn't worth matter. it. <laughs> And as he's like, as they're like shooting him off into a black hole, they're like, but my friends, do you my want friends. my friends? And there's like, nah. there's all the other 10, sorry, 999,000 uh, of them that, that are just like personal logs, like, like got stuck on the dumbass fucking firewall <laughs> ship with this <K-Zone>. asshole. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea too of they they offshoot and he just like slowly insidiously takes over that entire cube and it's like the shitty Kazon board cube. And he puts hair on the cube. He's got this like. And he becomes like he becomes the queen Borg of like that cube. (laughs) They start assimilating shit, and the Borg like come across it and like, what the fuck is this? This is already assimilated, but it's it's so assimilated. Look at the hair. <laughs> you, ass- you assimilated a rock. Wait, why did you do that? You- <laughs> Look at his hair. I put hair on him. <laughs> like, we have to destroy. We have to annihilate <laughs> you now. But this like, they can't because for some reason this Borg cube is actually like very powerful. Like, yeah. wait, okay, so <laughs> it's like dumb powerful. You can't, you can't, you can't like figure out what it's gonna do. You know, There's like no weakness. It's a human yeah. race. Yeah. The human race, just a bunch of dumb idiots trying to figure <laughs> stuff out, and they're just so powerful because they're in a mass. <laughs> yeah. So y- you can firewall like a Borg cube, basically. Do yeah. they become their own tri- collective tribe? Basically. Well, we've seen a couple times. I think there's the Hugh colony-ish yeah. thing. You guys remember that one from yeah. the Next Generation? And they're Seven, just kind of like yeah, like chill. blocks herself off from the right. So there could be stray like Borg tribes. (laughs) Yeah, I think or like you know how drone like if an ant is away from its colony, then it starts its own little party. Yeah, well, I mean, it just like freaks out. Doesn't have pheromones or anything. The the um, Borg cube in Picard is cut off from the collective. Which I still, I gotta be honest, I always think about the Borg reclamation project, and I always get really confused every time I think about it. And I know I've somebody's explained it the to BRP me. The BRP is really confusing as shit. I, yeah. <laughs> and then I think well, about I it, think, I'm like, what is it? I, don't I think it's a very like it's super Romulan in the sense of uh it's like, you know, we got this cube and we're just gonna do the right thing. It's like and just like get all this cool gear on them and we're just gonna do some <laughs> cool shit with it. Put all we're gonna learn as much as we can. can. We're, gonna put all we're cool totally just on. helping these people get back. <laughs> and then we're all gonna have really Cool things cool on our gear. eyes and like cool <laughs> gear, <laughs> cool gear, cool sunglasses. Yeah, and then like they're gonna be just regular people, and then we're gonna take over. Yeah, cool gear on them. Stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's. I think probably you could do a read of. We're way off track, but we could do a read of that. You know, the showrunner Michael Chabon is uh, Jewish, and he deals a lot with like in a lot of his writing, he talks about the experience of being Jewish post Holocaust mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think that there's probably some things to be related there like mm. people who are survivors of being borgified yeah and also their culture that is being like they're not fully accepted but there's like a place for them to be totally. but you're never without the scars of that right mm-hmm. you're never right. without anyways um maybe someday when we do another picard episode we'll uh yeah. we'll, we'll go over there. We can. we'll do that someday neelix neelix basically <laughs> we've already um, talked about this, but 
he loses his goddamn mind. And there's <laughs> this point where he's at the uh, his little party. Whatever celebration it is, the, the Talaxian holiday, holiday of family, yeah, <laughs> of stuff that is going to be particularly triggering for you. Right. During yes. this right. time. And he's right. like there cooking and just freaking out. And I have to say, <laughs> this is the most relatable a character's ever been on Star Trek because there's been a lot of times where I've been in situations and just been like, I'm having a panic attack right now. <laughs> I can't. I hate I can't, this. I can't do I hate anything. everything about this. <laughs> I don't want to look like a complete crazy person in here, but I need to leave right now. <laughs> What's really funny is like one, they went through with it, and two, I kind of get this feeling that everybody was like, "Well, I wasn't going to go, but Neelix died last week, and now he's back <laughs> to life, so I think I have to." Everybody to like and, and, they, and like Tuvok, the guy who hates Neelix the most in the universe. Is right. like I'll give I'll give the commencement speech and, and he, then like, he did starts his research. it and then goes like, Nah, fuck this. This is way too long. We get it all. Like yeah. he's an asshole about it. Like <laughs> he's he's kind of a dick, but he's trying really hard. He really he's, is. He is. He's trying so hard. Uh, and uh, and, and he was just like, have have fun. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> this this re- episode reminded me. This moment re- reminded me a lot of the uh, the episode of Ted Lasso where they're out partying and Ted Lasso has his first panic attack. Right. And he leaves the thing and just starts freaking out outside. Yeah. And it makes me think. I feel like Discovery they have a lot of emotion. I feel like more people should have panic attacks because there's a lot of stuff happening. And instead of crying, maybe like freeze up. And be like, oh well, fuck! Right. They <laughs> right. did that a bit with um, Detmer, I, the pilot. That's true. In season yeah, three, that was good. Yeah, that was really uh, good. Which I also thought was really good. They didn't and they really were patient follow with up it. on, did they? Mm-hmm. But they did it over a uh, few episodes. Did, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that it was wasn't good. like they I did it one lot. episode and then killed her, and then we never got to see it ever again. That's the difference <laughs> between like Discovery and like Voyager or whatever, where like Neelix dies in the first episode, and universally everyone's like, "Great, didn't like Neelix." Awesome, and then they you bring mean first him back. moments of this episode. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. first moments of this episode. Yeah, and then they bring him back to life. Where Discovery is like, "Hey, see this character you've never really heard of? Hung out. With We're gonna do or... this whole episode and make you love them, and then just kill them oh, and never great. see them oh. again." Right. <laughs> we'll never forgive them for that season two episodes of. I um, won't. Lieutenant right. Commander, no. uh, 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 they were robot so cool. lady. Robot yeah. lady. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I think and of season two, that's the only episode I think about because there was so much character work and then I yeah. got mad. Uh, Bigfoot asked, what if Ted Lasso was a captain? And I just have to say, Bigfoot, Ted Lasso is a captain. <laughs> he is. Ted Lasso, the show, could be a Star Trek show. 100%. If you just look at Ted Lasso oh. as the captain of a ship and the ship yeah. is the soccer team. Ted Lasso yeah. would be the worst captain. <laughs> but he would be really good. You know you know Imagine what? Actually, deck, though, actually, just... I, I, uh, I, I take that back. Ted Lasso is not the captain of that show. It's what's her name as the owner, yeah. and then Ted Lasso is the is the he's first officer. One. He's first number officer. one, and he's. So like, I brought you into one. yeah. Yeah, you've never yeah. commanded a Starfleet ship. Well, uh, you know, I've I've commanded uh, all I've sorts. I've commanded of, a lot of boat uh, uh, boat down right. in Mississippi before. That was a real uh, real <laughs> fun time. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. And it turns out he's great at it. Well, he's yeah. he's number one because he's fun. Uh, he schedules. He schedules. He could pour you a drink. He'll bring you some fun stuff. He'd be a real fun number one. He helps. He you, does good he helps therapy. You yeah. Realize things about yourself. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like Chakotay. <laughs> yeah. 
That show is a Trek show. I think we need to write a whole medium piece about <laughs> right, this. Right, right. Ted, Ted Lasso is like a better Trek show. Is a better Trek show. A pure Trek show in the sense of like emotional maturity right. and journeying right. and stuff yeah, like and that. characters yeah. on the yeah. yeah. Because somebody point this is a Ted Lasso um, like divergence, but somebody pointed out all the characters on Ted Lasso are <laughs> all the exact same characters on Scrubs, and somebody on Twitter oh. was like, "It's the same writer, you dipshit." <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody was like, "Yeah, well, these are just character archetypes in general. So you're gonna, right. you could do this to literally any show, and right, it would kind of right. be the same thing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like how the the Suicide Squad is like one to one Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they right. just were like, "Hey, do a DC Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. please." Like, okay. Right. I think that's why it was so weird to watch. So I was like, "Yeah, this is good, actually." But was, it's like whatever. I, I I literally asked this question out of uh, out of. Uh, negligence i don't know it but was yeah. guardians of the galaxy just a marvel version of dc's suicide squad because that tends to happen a lot more they go I back and like, forth than oh yeah marvel in like the, the real like comic the comics books? you mean yeah yeah oh, I, I don't know. know i don't know that i don't know enough about uh, we'll just let bjorn do the googling on that didn't one. that <laughs> wasn't like deadshot uh, Hawkeye kind of thing, and I think Deadshot was first. Like, well, there's there's Deadpool and there's Deadshot and there's all there's other yeah. there's Taskmaster Taskmaster, in Marvel yeah, that right. is very similar. Like, there's so many dudes that look kind of like that. Dead. I mean, even Bloodsport, who is in the Suicide Squad, played by Idris Elba, is extremely similar in terms of character to Deadshot, yeah. who was well, played Dead- by Will Smith in the first one. Right. Well, Deadpool. I think They're was actually a, uh, making f- like Marvel making fun of a DC character. Yeah. Like, yes, that's what Deadpool is, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Anyways, everybody steals and everybody copies. And right. the thing Big is, can says, you do a good version? Eh, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> but but definitely in the movie universe, the DC like Warner Brothers was like, hey, we we yeah. want to do we yeah, want to get no, one totally. of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they just got the guy. Uh, but yeah, Guys, like, uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, should we should we peek into the? Yes, um, yeah. I think we should. I think uh, Jan was saying, and I think yeah, we can do that for a few. We do this for a few episodes. The archives is basically uh, what is happening during this episode behind the scenes with our improv characters. So like we play three different characters that are just basically like lower decks characters aboard the ship. And so what is happening maybe a week or two later or, or during it, that's not the main storyline. Let's go. Lego. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. <sighs> okay. Uh, sorry to barge in, but I, I need to be killed hey. and then re- resuscitated ASAP. Pert, get Whoa. the phaser Whoa. out. Hold on, chill, Tom, chill get on. the nanoprobes ready. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. What's going on? Relax. What's going on? Yeah. We, we haven't even started getting ready. We have for appointment our, times, too. You our can't just like yet. kick the door and fly line. I'm telling you, get a phaser, set it to kill, kill me. Shoot me right here. Okay, we don't even. That's not how okay, we. That's where my not heart how is. We can't that's shoot you. Yeah, where a Vulcan heart that. is. <laughs> it's a lethal injection. Okay, okay? We, it's not like we're not going to shoot you. We. we what happened? Just much did, faster. Here, I'll use the phaser myself. Like, are you okay? Be your therapist or something? Yes, Chakotay tried Wait, to be that's my therapist. What happened? Yes, 
it's like impossible. Like I was just walking down the hallway and Chakotay was like, hey, do you want to hang out in the holodeck? And I was like between shifts. So I said, yes, of course. And God. went in there. Guess what? He had recreated to the fabric detail of the day that my twin brother was electrocuted in Starfleet Academy oh and died. Holy shit. And he was like, what do you think? Like we we watched it and I was not prepared for it. He just threw that he just threw me in that situation and I kind of just had to go along with, you know, cuz I couldn't tell if this was like is this an on-duty thing or is this an off-duty thing? Why does Chakotay think that the holodeck is the best place for therapy? Yeah. And why does he think that surprise holodeck therapy is the best? 100%. He's, like I again up. and and then he's like you should try this little thing. You know, this is a little uh, 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 ayahuasca, little tricorder yeah. thing that he makes you do. He's, yeah. I, and I was like, I actually I have to go right now. And I came straight here because I'd seen what that does to people. They just trip balls. Yeah. For right, days. Well, he's tried to get me to relive the time that my parents died in the mass explosion like so many times. So just grab the phaser, but, Tom, and just shoot me right in the heart. Beep, beep, beep. All right. All right uh, inject the nanoprobes. All right, yeah. Inject, injecting nanoprobes. Slink. I don't. How you feeling? Sorry, so we did. We did a quick one. We didn't want to do the yeah, seventy-two-hour no, one. Totally, no, yeah. it's fine. I, I feel so much better. I only had Thank enough. You. We only had enough nanoprobes to put you under for for a quick sec. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been getting. So many of those nanoprobes from Seven of Nine. That's yeah. Really no, no, how do you no, get? No, actually, I don't want to know how you get them from her. That's I'm that's not, not any guys, of my business. they're not. They're not Seven of Nine's nanoprobes. They're mine. From when I was assimilated by the port. Okay, so yeah, you get yeah, the nanoprobes from her, and then they become then yours. Be, yeah, I get they become that. yours. No, I take them out of my own body because they're my oh, nanoprobes. You, you take her you nanoprobes. Put them in your body. Guys, flush no, them through your body. You don't you understand what I'm saying. Seven of Nine has nothing to do with these nanoprobes. They're not hers. They are mine from when I was assimilated by the uh, board. Okay, all right. Why have we never seen you take these nanoprobes out of your body? Because I have to do I have to do it in the medical bay because I can't do it here. Well, because mm -hmm. the doctor has all the equipment to take the, the nanoprobes out of Seven of Nine. I don't and then have you that get equipment them here. when he does that from Seven of Nine. They're, That's what... I'm sorry. I think I'm confused. It is very. I have confusing. been assimilated by the Borg and then brought back from assimilation because you don't have so any quickly. implants, Tom. Right? There's because, no. I don't see any they Borg saved implants me on you. Quick Unless enough somewhere else. to where they saved it quick enough to where I don't have any external implants. It's all internal stuff. Huh. Well, that doesn't count, to be honest. Yeah, you know, you, like you got to be seen to be Borg. You can't be yeah. Borg on the inside. You have to be Borg yeah. on the outside. That's what's on all wonder, their T-shirts. Do you guys ever wonder why in the evenings I go off and hang out with Seven of Nine in the cargo bay? Yeah, well, to well, get the nanoprobes. I always is, nope. Yeah, you get the that, That's me regenerating. But why? You weren't even fully assimilated, but you have you to regenerate. Still, yeah, why would you have to regenerate internally? Internally. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Fuck it. I, I, whatever. We we gotta stop arguing about this. We got a lot Wait, of. Uh, hold can on. we? Somebody's trying to get in. Yeah, I've been meaning to bring that up as well. Has 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 it been? Have have Hello? you guys been getting people in the mid shift just asking uh, you about this whole flatlining thing? 
I thought we were gonna keep this between ourselves. Wait, sorry. Who? Somebody asked you about? Who asked you about it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's everybody. It's not just anyone in particular. Like every, this one ensign. I don't even know his name because I know we've been out here for like however long, and we. I still don't know his name. He turned to me and he said, "Like, hey, how much for a ticket to Flatline?" And I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." What are you talking about? So we agreed that we would all just keep this to ourselves. Right. We kill each other using nano- th- seven, seven nanoprobes to wake ourselves times, up. I told them a thousand times not to talk to you guys about it. I cannot overstress how many times I told them not to ask you to about Wait, the tickets. What? I, I thought Samantha was just joking when she said that she could use some of that flatlining on Naomi. Do you guys really to, think that so we that she could finally get some sleep? Do you guys really think we could have we could have flatlined and the ship wouldn't have found out about it? Yes. Yeah. No. No. They they found about it found out about it immediately. And if I how? didn't capitalize how? on that as how, quick as Pert? possible, how? Yeah. How did they find out about it immediately? We're doing it in a cargo bay that we rent out that said we're doing maintenance on it, and we don't tell anybody. Okay. We well, we just, if I'm we just rent out a cargo, I'm gonna bay. be honest. We there was a movie night. And we happened to watch Flatliners because I was getting excited about it. There was a lot of people there. I had a few too many drinks, and I may have slipped it to a few people that we were doing it in the cargo bay. This is unbelievable. Is that why you've been asking me for extra nanoprobes and saying, like, hey, I'll just store them in my freezer for you? Maybe, yeah. That's the, What yeah. are they paying yeah. you in, Pert? They're paying Our replicator us rations? In- in us in holodeck I seen time, any of this stuff. replicator rations, all kinds of things. Yeah, and where's our profit from it? I have it. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Give me that phaser, Tom. Give me that phaser. No, and I'm gonna go. give it to. You. <laughs> all right, oh, we'll shit. bring it back in a second. But we yeah, because I'm out of nanoprobes. I gotta You're go get more nanoprobes. I told you we only had enough nanoprobes. Well, just get it out of your veins. Just just juice it out of you. You you can make them, can't you? I told you I have to go to the I have to go to the oh, medical bay. Now to do you it. can't do it. Now I you're not assimilated the by the Borg. You don't have the equipment. So what are we gonna do? I just kill Pert. <laughs> I know we have seventy two hours. <laughs> oh my god! And the closer we get to the seventy two hour mark, the harder it's gonna be, and the Wait, more nanoprobes we're gonna said, need to get them back. Freezer he's, full of this stuff. What? what oh, is do it you this know mini where his right room is? That might be. Oh, it's it. got a lock on it. It's got a lock on it. Well, what do you think the code is? One, two, three, four. No, no. What is it? Four, four three, two, one. Hold on. Let me ask for a password hint. Oh, it's the date that his parents died. I honestly, I no every idea. time he talks about that, I kind of tune out. It's just yeah, his parents he, died. Like. Okay, we got to figure this out. We have se- we have seventy two hours, so that's that's the good news. Right, right, um, right. Just put them over your shoulder like this, and we'll just oh, great, uh, and we'll just take him to the. We'll just say that he's on Chakotay's uh, ayahuasca stuff. Right, 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 and then uh, we'll throw him down in his quarters. And I'll go get some more uh, of yeah. my nano probes, and then we can bring him back. Uh, I'll cover his shifts. I think right. we'll be good. Okay. Right. Do you remember right. what quarters he's in? I have no idea. I've honestly never been in Pert's quarters. No, he doesn't invite us to. No. <laughs> Sometimes I think he's actually quartersless, which is weird because, like, I've never. But that's that's what I think sometimes. That's what I think. So I don't even know if he's actually on the duty roster. What? Okay, I'm looking outside. I don't see Chakotay or anybody. So I All think right, we're in the clear. Go. 
Um, okay. Okay. So yeah, Pert's dead. Canon. That's canon. Pert's dead. <laughs> That's canon. We don't know if he comes back, but it's canon that he's dead. As he is, he does <laughs> die. Brought back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We don't know. Chakotay. This is so wildly irresponsible. It's nuts. Uh, I and I didn't realize it till halfway through the whole thing that they were on the ship, and then Neelix dies, and I was like, "Is he just like? Why is he? He just died yesterday." Why is he coming back here to relive this trauma like so, yeah. point so to blank? Give, <laughs> to give people context, because we didn't quite ta- right, explain right. it, but like Chakotay offhandedly mentions to me, like, like, hey, I'm going to just do some research. I just don't want that, what happened to you, to happen again. So I'm just, I've decided to do a little bit of research. And Neelix's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, hey, do you want to do you want to come? come? Do you want to check it out? Do you want to? <laughs> and Neelix is like, I, I guess. Like, I guess. And then he comes into the holodeck and it's literally just replaying Neelix's death. One to one. One to one in front of him. It's like that Neelix, it's like Chakotay, that is I know that like you deal with PTSD by like bringing somebody through their trauma, but yeah. that's not how you do it. That's, that's definitely not. not. I, I love to <laughs> imagine the way he did this. It was just like sitting down on the holodeck and he's like, Oh hey Neelix, come on in. Take a seat. <laughs> Please. Sit got down. like a comfy chair. Yeah. And then he like presses play on the remote and is like, he looks like, what is this? He's like, just stay. It's okay. Just, hey, everything's fine. <laughs> I remember you saying when we brought you back to life from the time that you were dead for 19 hours that you didn't know what happened and where you were. Uh-huh. So let's, I thought I would just help you see that. Let me show you that. I don't really Boop. feel like I'm in the best place to, nope, you're going to watch nope. it. Yeah. You watch all of it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm also just like going to do some, some really more like, space. Shut up. You're watching it. <laughs> You're watching it, and I'm going to do some calculations while you watch it. So just let me know if you want me to chime in or anything yeah, yeah. like that. But i got to do some calculations. <laughs> I'm going to lock the doors. Um, yep. I'll let you out. Don't worry, but I'm going to lock the doors. Like, <laughs> Also, what was that uh, place that you said that you, was your afterlife? Was it the tree play, the forest or whatever? The Great Forest? Cool. Just keep yeah. that in mind when you watch this. <laughs> yeah, anyway. just keep that in mind. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, we did talk a whole lot about the Great Forest uh, and his loss of knowing that there's nothing after life. Yeah, we did talk about the key premise question of this episode, which is what does it mean to find out that or to think or to feel that the afterlife that you believe in is bullshit? I mean, really, though, I did have this thought of like, what would you do if you died for like, you know, 48 hours or whatever and then came back to life knowing that it's just like black darkness? Would you be more scared of death or you just be like, well, that wasn't so scary. I mean, I guess I can um, do it again. You need real therapy. My mind, mind when I... uh, have panic attacks at 3 a.m. because that sneaks into my head. Yeah. Is I would be terrified of death. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just like just like Neelix. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to I say yeah, yeah, same. I'd like to say that I would be like, cool. This is the only one this is the only shot I got. Yeah. I just right, gotta right. I gotta make most of this life. Right. Uh, and like hunker down and shit. Like I think it could give you a lot of perspective. But um, then, it but would, also, yeah, the trauma of it. <laughs> yeah, and it would feel like a just a black hole chasing you the rest of your life. Like right. literally, the Grim Reaper just being like, "Oh fuck, I know that that's coming. I know what's coming now." That's almost scarier yeah. than not knowing what's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's nothing. Everybody's like, "Oh, we'll see you in the episode." No, you're you won't. You won't. 
You yeah, imagine being Neelix must have been super fun at parties after this. <laughs> like, well, you know, we'll see you in the after. You know what they say? And he's like, nah, no, that's not what happened. You won't. That's you not, won't. I died. I died. <laughs> and that's not what happens. Somebody's talking about like they'll always live on in our, in our memories. memories. It's like, no, no actually, you'll die too. That's bullshit. That, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like 15 feet away cleaning a mug. She's like, nah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's like commiserating, like, you know, they'll always live in our memory. And he's way off, just like, nah, they're fucking dead. dead. <laughs> and they're just like, Cold. what? No, it's no. Like, it's like after they start to have communication with Earth again. And yeah. it's like someone finds out that their parents have died and they didn't get a chance to like say goodbye to them because they've oh. been on the ship for seven years. And yeah. they're sitting in the mess hall and they're like, hey, it's okay, man. Like, and the guy's crying and he's like, it's okay, man. It's you're gonna see your parents in the afterlife. Like- you'll 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 get to say goodbye to them when you get when you when you pass away. And you're like, it's like bullshit. Nope. He's like walking by with a ch- <laughs> with a cup. He's like, hey, I just want to tell you right now, you're never gonna see your parents He's just again. The worst there is no afterlife. <laughs> it's like there were there are three billion Talaxians. Every single one of them is dead. Not a single one of those three billion people showed up when I was dead. <laughs> so you never see your parents again. Neelix, I, so that brings me to like how this episode ends where like he tries to like shoot himself out of or tries to kill himself basically but like transport himself into space and yeah. Neelix like or not Neelix <clears throat> Chakotay like none of this gets resolved that's the thing no. that is weird about this episode is in the rest uh-uh. of the series it never gets resolved and Chakotay basically like guilts him into not killing himself where he's, he's like, like hey, look people buddy. need you you dickhead, like <laughs> Chakotay. Chakotay definitely told yeah. what's her name, like where uh, Neelix was. Um, That's like a uh, Samantha, Samantha Wi- Wildman. Definitely tell Samantha Wildman where Neelix is because this moment where Samantha walks in is like, Neelix, where have you been? And like straight out of like doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Basically, this guy Classic just tried to Chakotay. kill himself. And she yeah. walks in, and he's just like, Chakotay's like, this is going to be great. Chakotay like, just loves... I could not have planned this better. <laughs> fucking, like, cold icing people into situations. <laughs> just being like, hey, uh, would you come to room 42 in, like, 30 seconds? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, just, no, it's cool. Just, <laughs> just, just, just say, you're, say you've been looking for Neelix. Trust me. Just okay, worry about is Neelix it. okay? Yeah, he's great. fine. Just come in and say you're looking for Neelix. Yeah. Hi, I'm <laughs> looking for Neelix. Whoa, what the fuck Whoa, is going on? What just happened? <laughs> How many people did Chakotay text? Like, first one's like Tuvok. Tuvok's like, can't make it. Sorry. <laughs> Tom Paris is like, middle of holodeck. We'll text later. <laughs> like, he texts Harry Kim. Harry Kim's like, I'm lost. I don't know I don't what deck I'm Which, on. Yeah, which transporter <laughs> room? Which trans? I can't. I'm at the transporter room. It's like it's the other one. It's the other transporter. And you know that room. he like, texted Janeway. And Janeway was like, "Don't do. Stop doing this. Stop. I know what you're stop. doing, and you need to stop doing it. You need to stop." <laughs> <laughs> that just that paints such a wildly different picture of Jacote now. For every other watch you that I watch, is he is just like a crazy person who loves being mean to people guys think about it like just we talked about it with the balana episode 
uh, yeah, where dude. she's like also <laughs> yeah. suicidal in a right. way. Uh, we talk about the doctor episode where he's like, I think I just want to do this. It's like, buddy, you can't. You can't. You, the ship needs you. <laughs> like, we don't care about, about you, you, but we need you. you. He is the asshole realist on, he is. on the ship, but yeah. like, we'll never learn from his, yeah. from it. Like, <laughs> and by the way, every single thing that happens in this episode to Neelix, you can trace it back to Chakotay's fault. Because like, he's like, hey, do you want to come and on this little away mission on the shuttle craft? You have the, most, get the- you have the most experience with this stuff. And Tom's like, he's not even an officer. Is that safe? He's like, just fucking just trust just me. This I is got like, this whole thing planned out. Chakotay this is, whole thing planned out. He is just like fucking with people's minds. And he thinks it's like yeah. good for their mental health, but he's yeah. just like deluding himself with like, this is going to work. This is going to make he, him he, a better person. It's like, oh shit, my finger slipped. Did, and then the thing like gets Neelix, like proto proto thing. It's like, oh no, Tom, is he dead? 100%? Cool, everything's working. And then Tom's over there. Tom's over there. He's like, yeah, he's totally dead. (laughs) Chakotay's like, yes, 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 yes. Gets back to Voyager, sends a text to to Seven, like, uh, Neelix dead? Question mark? Probes? Question mark? It's like, she shows up. It's like, yes, it's all working. It's all working. He's just like, he's super. I also like to imagine he like, <clears throat> goats people into doing his ayahuasca machine too where like oh, he walked and was like hey I need your fingerprint scan for uh, this you know report or whatever oh, and yeah, he's of like boop oh, and he like they press it and he's like gotcha. have fun trip <laughs> <laughs> just focus on the things that bother you yeah. as he walks out of the room finger, gun, the finger room. guns backs out of the room <laughs> Tuesday 1700 hours we gotta talk about it we gotta it. talk about it <laughs> what an asshole of a counselor Let's oh, rate man. this. Let's rate it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, dialogue. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> any of this. <laughs> I, I, I liked the like the the I like nihilistic. His speech, yeah, uh, like nothing. What? I died and there was nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then Chakotay's <laughs> hedging. He's like, well, maybe, maybe we put you back uh, before any of that could happen. And Neil's like, that's fucking no, bullshit, stop, dude. Come on, yeah. dude. <laughs> If it would have happened, it would have happened. Like, it come happened. on, <laughs> that's what's going to happen to all of us. Like a hologram, disappear, disappear. Into nothing. <laughs> no, yeah, that, it, yeah, it's got some good dialogue. I'm going to give it a four, and also just a lackadaisical. Like, oh, it looks like the thing that killed you was the this thing, Neelix. What do you think about that? Neelix <laughs> <laughs> just like shell shock staring at his body. Uh, three point five. I'm going to go with a three. Romance. It's a, it's a zero from me. Zero. Uh, Neelix's love for life. <laughs> it's a heartbreak. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's a zero. Yeah. A zero arrows. Action. I mean, Neelix fucking dies. We do How many times has Neelix died Sam. in the holodeck? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a real death. No, but it is VR? pretty fun. Yeah. It's like a fun little zap. It's a I three, five, a three. It's definitely a three. Let's go with right? the three. It's definitely look if if Wesley getting wet right. counts as action. Yeah, <laughs> suspense. I mean, like, how is this insane choice of Chakotay is going to pan out? I don't think you come back from something like that. But I didn't feel the suspense as much. I didn't That's either. Yeah, I'll so give it a one. Yeah, one for that reason too. Point five. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, camp. I mean, anything with Neelix is a pretty fun Neelix time. Neelix is pretty campy. and But he's actually the, good in this, I think. He is. He's very good. Ethan yeah. Phillips did a great job. He did a really good job. 
the um, the Chicote being like, "Hey, that looks like that's what killed you. How's that? How's that make you feel?" <laughs> you see that zap? Uh, that was it. That was that's it. it right there. Yeah, I mean, it is all that stuff about death is also kind of campy too. Yeah, so. it's a little cheesy. Uh, I'll give it a three. Okay. I was going to give it a three as well. Let me give it a four. That's what, what? I wanted to give wow. it. Wow. I almost I almost said three to be like you it's guys, but I, my gut was four. Good, yeah, because you're Go with your also gut. you're watching like it is cr- nuts that Chakotay <laughs> thought this was a good idea. That's true. <laughs> like that's, that's true. true. That's, that's true. very true. Yeah, because on a, on surface level, he thinks this is going to yeah. just be a normal like right. curiosity thing. Yeah, like, do you want to see just... what killed you? Right, that'll right. be fun for you, right? So yeah, I'm now, giving you, it a four. Yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. I'm still not going to change it, but that makes sense. Yeah, same. And the stakes, give it I mean, a one. It's a, Neelix's one. mental health. His mental right. health is yeah, at stake here. I'll, I'll even give it a two, actually, for that, because he's yeah. the morale officer. Yeah. Two, five. I'm going to go with a two. All right, computer. What is the final score? Calculating. 2.07. Okay. Wow. That feels right. That feels that right. Feels pretty good. That feels Speaking right. of getting zapped, uh, I mean Wesley getting soaked. This ranks just above Encounter at Farpoint, two point zero five. Okay. Uh, and under Rapture and Practical Joker. Yeah. Uh, Rapture mean, being the one where Cisco is working on his uh, monolith treehouse. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a recreation a of something. And Practical Joker, where there is possibility of death, but it is not super interesting. Right. I think this is a much better episode than the holodeck content. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. I th- for me, it's, it's a, a big one. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, uh, I, I do recommend. Uh, we don't have to do this for super long, but I just want to show say that on Reddit, there are a couple funny yes. things. Please really quick. Okay. to us. Yes. Real quick. Reddit Lost on the holodeck is one post by Jan Roney. Jan Roney. I don't know what it is. Um, and this one thing that has always bothered me is the episodes where they have to go find someone using a holodeck program and they spread out to find the person. Why not just turn off the program? Then you would just be in the room. <laughs> and somebody points out, would you really risk what you might suddenly see on a Riker or Barkley holodeck program? <laughs> and then another That's person, so this is the last one. Because it's sure. just so funny. Happy425 wrote, how much semen, spelled like semen, <laughs> like sailors, how much semen do you think the Federation's holodecks have recycled? Oh, no. <laughs> and then uh, a guy replied, they've probably, or somebody, the dude 311 replies, they've probably recycled at least two or three decks worth of semen, like pe- <laughs> humans of the sea. Semen, on the, on the other hand, incalculable. <laughs> All right, that's oh, it. Sorry, guys. I had to make up that's for okay. last week not doing yeah, anything. Thank yeah. you for the Reddit segment. Those thanks, are, thanks everybody, delight. for listening. Uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, we're doing The Next Generation, Season 2, Episode 2, Woo. where silence has lease. Uh, I believe that is one where Worf is uh, doing some pretty intense training exercises in the holodeck. <laughs> yeah. Always good. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, if you are listening and you're not subscribed yet, then hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast uh, app or program you are listening to us on. Leave a p- comment or a review. Give us some five stars if that's an option because that helps us out. Yeah. Um, we also have a Discord you can check out, which is pretty fun. We talk about Star Trek and other 
fun stuff. And there's also the Indiesaurus Discord, which you can join, which we have a little channel on. <clears throat> Indiesaurus is our um, parent company. I don't know why I said it like that. They're just a network that we're a part of. <laughs> right. They didn't buy us. They didn't buy us. Yeah. They were just a part of a network. They're not our parent right. company. Right. Um, so, yeah. You can check that out, too. It's pretty cool. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. The intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective, available on Bandcamp. And um, <clears throat> we are a fan podcast, so uh, this stuff is owned by CBS Viacom. Hey, when I searched, <laughs> when I searched for it uh, for this episode, for just for Voyager in general mm-hmm. on uh, my Apple TV, it didn't even say it was available on Netflix. I know it ne- is Netflix, available on Netflix, but it wasn't one of the options. Netflix doesn't participate in the Apple like TV ecosystem. Really? So if you search for something, if it's on Netflix, it won't tell you. I guess for that some makes reason. sense because their Netflix app on the Apple TV is absolute shit. Yeah, they, for some reason they don't participate in those searches or anything. So you have well, to I go think, to the app itself. Yeah. So I watched be... it on Paramount Plus and I didn't get to spit. I did not get to skip the intro. So fuck you, Paramount, for not letting <laughs> me skip the intro. Voyager's intro song is great, though. It is. All right. It is. You spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 